Welcome to the Bearded Guy Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Winters. I appreciate you coming by to to join me for this new series of episodes dealing with conspiracy theories. Now, I chose this topic for the series uh, simply because they're great for spurring interesting and sometimes amusing conversations. You know, and also, there's a conspiracy for just about everything under the sun. Now, in today's episode, we're going to explore the granddaddy of all conspiracies, the Illuminati. So stick around. We're going to dive into it after this break. chose the Illuminati to start my series of episodes about conspiracy theories because of my youngest son, Cain. Now, I remember him being concerned with the possibility that this group actually controls the world and has the power to influence anyone and everything. Now, for a young, impressionable mind, the internet is a strange and dark place, and it's filled with enough misinformation to fill up the ocean. Now, because of this questioning, I started researching the topic and was very surprised at what I actually found out. You see, it all starts with us stopping for a moment and and taking time to question and look around at society. I mean, does it appear to you that the world is, is constantly in a chaotic state? You know, we watch our duly elected politicians bicker and argue back and forth about their lofty idealistic ideas and how they peddle their personal beliefs about what? societal norms should be. Now to them, they think we should all subscribe to their worldview. But really, when you think about it, it doesn't matter who it is or what they believe. They think what they are peddling is absolute and right and what's needed to save our society, which according to them always seems to be in imminent peril of collapse. Now from the outside looking in, it seems like an exhaustive struggle for power and control of the little anthill that they've claimed stake over. The problem, the problem is that it seems that never, nothing ever gets accomplished. I mean, power and control are constantly changing hands in our fast-paced society. And it doesn't matter if you're Republican, Democrat, dictator, king. At some point, power and control are either passed on or taken from and given to another in a long line of who's next. And as we go along, we always see that history continues to repeat itself. So it leads us to the question, and here's the question, where does the power and control really reside? It's certainly not in our politicians and our leaders. So if you're like me, and stop to look around and take it all in, and just let it all just kind of mellow in you, did it make you question who's really controlling the never-ending circus You know, it makes me wonder, and I probably wonder about this more than I should even care to wonder about things like this. Now, that brings us to the point of the episode of who is actually in control. And here's the the thing. There are some who contend and wholeheartedly believe now that the world is actually controlled by a secretive group called the Illuminati. And while researching this topic, I can honestly say that I believe there is some merit to the fact that there are secretive groups now and have been throughout history. But really, is there any link to these secret societies having the kind of control and power that some think they do? So let's start by looking at some of the history of this group that's been long held up as the be-all, end-all in ultimate control. 
Now, the history of the Illuminati go back to around the 17th century, and the name Illuminati actually comes from the Latin word Illuminatus, which means enlightened. Now, historically, when someone is referring to the Illuminati, they are referring to the group known as the Bavarian Illuminati. And oddly enough, when you go to do research on this, this is where myself included with a lot of other people find themselves starting their journey when researching this topic because it's the one that comes up most frequently in search terms looking for the Illuminati. Now, in all honesty, there have always been groups that are outside the social norms and are on the fringe of, of, of the way people think and act and the way society is. But it was really during the Age of Enlightenment that free thinking and free thinkers gained traction and started to surge in popularity. Now, one such free thinker actually started a movement that has endured to this very day. His name was Adam Weishaupt, and he was responsible for the foundation of this group of free thinkers in the 1776. Now, he was a German professor of canon law and an actual law professor. He was also a philosopher and a free thinker. Now, his group didn't start out with the moniker, the Illuminati. It was originally named Bund de Perfectibiliston. Now, when you translate this, it means Covenant of Perfectibility. Now, later on, this group was actually renamed again, and the name was changed to Illuminaten Orden, or the Order of the Illuminati. It is now referred to in its most commonly used form, just the Illuminati. I mean, now, if we were to use the name, the Covenant of Perfectibility, it just sounds kind of silly to say that this was the original name of this, of this so-called all-powerful and secret ominous group that supposedly controls the world around us. And I'm sure at the time of its inception, you know, and because of the language used at the time, that it was perfectly normal to speak in this manner, and that name was probably aptly given to the group. It just seems an odd name, and it really doesn't have that ominous vibe or feel to it. Now, Weisopt, who was also a member of the Freemasons, actually left the group because he felt like they were not accepting of or open to his idealistic views about religion and politics and beliefs about how society actually should be. So he left the Freemasons to start his own society of freethinkers. Now, in the beginning... This was really just a movement made up of like-minded individuals who believed in free thought, secularism, and liberalism. You know, it's really funny, but the fuel for their free-thinking fire was actually being added from an unlikely source, the church. At the time of the Age of Enlightenment, there was a growing social objection to the control and corruption of the Roman Catholic Church and its all-powerful hold on society at the time. You know, based on historical reports, the dominance of the Catholic Church at the time reached far and wide and covered all aspects of day-to-day life, and really just how much control they actually had in the 17th century. It's, it's easy to see why there were fringe groups like this that sprang up and gained traction in those days. And unfortunately, corruption was rampant in the early history of the Church before the Reformation. Now, because of the sins of the Church, it created in Weishaupt a disdain and a disgust for the teachings and what he considered heresy within the church. So you see, he was not an evil man bent on controlling the world as some have legend him to be. His main goals and driving force for actually forming the Illuminati was simply this, equality for all, liberty for all, absolute independence, humanity and morality, and enlightened reason. 
So in the light of the historical evidence about Weishaupt, you see the original intent of the group was not as sinister as most conspiracy theorists would have you believe. You know, really the original intent of the movement started by Weishaupt was to actually be free of the tight grasp of the corrupt Christianity at the time and replace it with what he considered to be a religion of enlightened and reasoned truth. Now, during the lifespan of the group, the Illuminati, there were many changes to key players and power holders within the ranks. And there were also divisions and, of course, arguments over fundamental beliefs. But really, such is the way of things. I mean, it stands to reason that people are people, and even like-minded individuals are fundamentally different. Now, in the end, because of government intervention to the original Bavarian Illuminati, it was dismantled, and most of the group's secret documents were publicly disclosed. And Weishaupt himself was expelled from Bavaria, and the group was not to be heard from again. Now, some throughout history have said that this was really not the end of the Illuminati. I mean, more to the point, it is believed because of the suppression of the group that it not only drove the Illuminati further underground to continue its quest for power, control, and enlightenment, but really, adding to this conspiracy, Weishaupt's Illuminati were actually blamed for anything and everything, which actually furthered the conspiracy that has existed to this day. So the simple question is this. What does this secretive group founded in the Age of Enlightenment have to do with what we have come to believe about them, what they control, and if they actually have absolute power? And the simple answer is probably nothing at all. You know, groups like this were at the time made ridicule of and actually outlawed for obvious reasons. They went against the grain of popular thought, and more importantly, they went against the grain of the Christian church and their teachings and their heresy. So as I see it, any control that is believed to be held by the Illuminati is nothing more than internet fodder, which continues the myth and legend that they are secretly working behind the scenes doing the bidding of the devil himself. You know, over the years, there have been a great number of secret societies that have found themselves under the scrutiny of the microscope from time to time. Now, to name a few that make the list as actual secret societies, they are the following, the Freemasons, the Mafia, the Ku Klux Klan, Skull and Bones, Order of the Dragon, and the Tongs. But really, no matter the name or the nature of the secret society, aside from a few that I just mentioned, more times than not, their intent is not to create social unrest and turmoil. It's more to seek a higher plane of enlightenment, or to further a cause, or really, just to be different from the societal norms of the time. Now, as a side note, I really think it's humorous watching celebrities name-dropping the Illuminati, either openly or cryptically. You know, they use the references in their songs and allusions to something that's bigger and more sinister than what it really was or is now. I mean, really, to me, celebrities referring to this group in such a manner is nothing more than name-dropping. And it's like me, your lowly neighborhood podcaster, dropping the name Vanilla Ice. Yep. I actually met and shook hands with Ice Ice Baby himself. But does it have any bearing on the world around me? No, not at the end of the day, but it's still cool to tell the story. In closing, I mean, throughout history, there have been moments when you see a rising star come out of nowhere and and bringing with them radical ideas that go against the very grain of the time's current popular political or theological thought. And they have this way of creating what I call organized chaos. And the effect of this chaos is how it gets people to view the world through a different set of lenses. Now, whether their ideas are right or wrong, that's not the issue. 
It's a side effect of their ideas and worldview that is at issue to some. And the issue is this, more times than not, it is who will wield control over people's thoughts and actions. And what about those pesky politicians we spoke about earlier? You know, the ones that are supposedly put in place by the Illuminati? You know, I say not so much, and I call foul on the play. Ultimately, that just boils down to people being human and wanting to stay in power at any cost. You know, they'll tell you what you want and need to hear, but rarely ever deliver on promises made in the moment when they're grasping to hang on to the positions that they hold. So while there are some in this world who contend that the world is actually controlled by this secretive group, I put it up there with really interesting water cooler talk and nothing more. And to answer my son's question, yes, the Illuminati were real in every sense of the word. Do they dominate and control the free world and manipulate world leaders and elected officials? I think we can all rest easy tonight knowing that this is not the case. So on the conspiracy rating of 1 to 10, I think I'd give this one about a 3 or a 4. I mean, it's a great story, and it does have roots of truth in our history. But in the end, it's nothing more than a really good story. And it will always have a home here on the Internet. Or is it? You be the judge. Hey, thanks for joining me on the Bearded Guy Podcast. I hope you join me for future episodes. Now, this is our first episode in the series of Conspiracy Theories, and I'm really looking forward to this series of episodes. Conspiracy theories are great. I love the stories. I love to hear the brain power that goes into actually making a conspiracy theory and making it work. It needs that certain something. It needs that circular reasoning. Now, we'll talk about circular reasoning on future episodes if you don't already know what that is. and really plays into this whole series. So, Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for listening. It's always my hope that you have a great day and a wonderful week ahead of you. And until next time.